Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do another story, a bedtime story time type of story. This one is about a girl named Sarah and the dog that she always wanted to have. If you want to suggest an idea for the story, you can always write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com or have your parents do that, of course. Or you can fill out the uh, story form, which is available on my website or in the links below. Don't forget, if you like the podcast, read it, review it, and share it with friends. As usual, just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and imagine yourself doing what the characters in the story do. In the friendly town of Maplewood, where every street seemed to wind its way to the heart of the community, there lived an imaginative girl named Sarah. Her world was filled with dreams and wonders, but none as persistent as her desire to have a pet dog. Sarah's family lived in a little house adorned with hanging baskets and bright, vibrant flowers, a white picket fence that seemed to smile at every passerby. Her father was a nice man who worked at the town library. Well, her mother, equally charming, taught at the local school. Together they formed a loving family, yet something was missing in Sarah's life, a furry, four-legged companion. Her longing for a dog was no secret. It had started when she was barely old enough to walk, strengthened by every wagging tail she saw at the park every bark she heard from a neighbor's yard. Her friends had pets, and she envied their companionship. Dogs, she believed, were bundles of love waiting to be embraced. Sarah's bedroom was a testament to her passion. Dog posters on the walls, canine-themed bedsheets that were carefully tucked, and a shelf full of dog books stood proudly in the corner. But the centerpiece of her room was Max, a stuffed rainbow-colored dog gifted to her on her fifth birthday. Max wasn't just a toy. He was Sarah's confidant, her pretend pet, a placeholder for a dream that hadn't come true yet. As the years rolled on, Sarah's desire for a real dog never waned. She would often find herself at the window gazing out into the yard, imagining a playful pup running around fetching sticks and leaping into her arms. It was a picture-perfect vision, one she held very dear and wanted to make real. Her parents, well, understanding, were always cautious. A dog is a big responsibility, they would say, their voices gentle but firm. It needs time, care, and attention. Are you ready for that, dear? Sarah would nod earnestly, her eyes wide with determination. I promise, Mom, Dad, I'll take care of it, I'll feed it, I'll walk it, I'll love it. Can we please have a dog? The conversations were always the same, ending in a hug, a kiss on the forehead, and a loving refusal. Her parents believed she was too young, that the timing wasn't right. But Sarah's dream lived on fueled by hope and a stuffed rainbow dog named Max. Every morning before school, Sarah would gaze into the mirror, tying her hair into a ponytail, her reflection filled with determination. Today could be the day. First, uh, she did extra chores. She took it upon herself to keep the house spotless. The dishes were always cleaned, her room was tidy, and even the garage, a place her father had often called the abyss of lost tools, was organized to perfection. She hoped her efforts would prove to her parents that she was responsible enough to care for a pet. Then came the neighborhood initiative. She'd help old Mrs. Patterson across the street, assist Mr. Daniels with his gardening, and even babysit little Timmy from next door all without expecting a dime. Word spread around Maplewood about Sarah's newfound kindness and responsibility. Neighbors would whisper to her parents, Such a mature girl you have. Surely she's ready for a pet dog, huh? Eh? School was her next frontier. 
Her teachers often remarked about her newfound dedication to her studies. She's like a sponge, Mrs. Clark, her favorite teacher, once told her parents during a parent-teacher conference, soaking up all the knowledge and always eager to learn. But despite her best efforts, her parents always remained unchanged. One evening, after helping her father with the dishes, Sarah mustered the courage to broach the subject once more. Dad, she began, her voice quivering with anticipation. I've been doing my best, trying to show you and Mom that I can handle the responsibility. Can we please have a dog? Her father, drying a plate with a worn-out towel, looked deep into her eyes. Sarah, he began, his voice filled with emotion. It's not about proving anything to us. We know you're responsible. We're just worried about the added responsibility on you. A pet is a lifelong commitment. Sarah's eyes welled with tears. She understood their concerns, but the void in her heart, the space reserved for a furry companion was hard to ignore. Yet amid the swirl of emotions, Max, her stuffed dog, was her anchor. He was always there, with his rainbow-colored fur offering silent comfort. Sarah would often talk to him, narrate her day's events, and even whisper her deepest desires. To the world, he was just a toy. But to Sarah, he was a beacon of hope. Little did Sarah know that the universe, in its mysterious way, was listening. And soon, on a day as ordinary as any other, her life would take a magical turn. From the outside, Max was an ordinary stuffed animal, a delightful blend of vibrant hues resembling a rainbow. But for Sarah, he was an embodiment of every wish, every tear, and every laugh she had ever shared. Max was a witness to her dreams, big and small. She took Max everywhere, from grocery shopping trips, where Max would comfortably sit in the cart overseeing the produce section, to the library where he'd nestle next to her as she got lost in tales, faraway lands, and daring adventures. On weekends, they'd go on adventures in the backyard. Sarah, equipped with a tiny shovel and pail, would pretend they were on an archaeological dig. Nighttime was special. Sarah would wrap Max in a small blanket, read him stories by flashlight, and whisper secrets into his soft ears. Max, she'd murmur. One day we'll find a way to make you real. Then we can play fetch and go on walks and you'll bark and wag your tail. Just you wait. But the most heartwarming ritual was their pretend feeding time. Every evening, Sarah would prepare a small plate of pretend dog food, place it before Max and pat his head saying, Eat up, Max. You need to grow big and strong. She'd then imagine him gobbling it up, his tail wagging in delight. It wasn't just Sarah who recognized her unique bond with Max. Her friends, who were initially a little bit puzzled by the attachment to the stuffed animal, soon understood. When they'd come over for playdates, they'd bring along their stuffed animals, and the whole gang would embark on a whimsical adventure. Her parents watched this relationship with a mix of amusement and concern. They were glad Max provided her with a companion, but they were a little worried she was becoming too attached, blurring the lines between reality and imagination. It was during one of their routine visits to the town's park that the course of Sarah's life would change forever. As she sat on a park bench brushing Max's fur with a tiny comb, she spotted something she'd never noticed before. An ancient-looking wishing well. It was tucked away in a secluded corner. Its existence was seemingly hidden from the world. Curious, she approached it, Max tucked securely under her arm. Little did she know, this wasn't just any wishing well. It was about to grant her the most extraordinary wish of her life. The stones on the side of the wishing well were covered in moss, giving it an aura of ancient wisdom. An old wooden roof slightly tilted protected the well from the elements. 
and a frayed rope with a rusty bucket dangled over the darkened water. Carved into the base of the well was an inscription. Whisper your wish and drop in a token. Believe with all your heart and the wish shall be spoken. Sarah stared at the inscription, her fingers tracing the engraved words. A soft glow emanated from the water's surface. She remembered the Canadian loony her grandfather had given her just the other day. It had been a gift for being such a responsible young lady. The coin felt heavy in her hand, not just in weight, but in significance. Clutching Max tightly, she whispered her deepest wish into the rainbow-hued fur. I wish for you to be real, Max. I want us to run, play, and laugh. I want to hear your bark and feel your heartbeat. With the wish made, she delicately dropped the loony into the well. As it descended, a harmonic humming resonated from the depths, filling the air with an enchanting melody. Sarah felt a warmth spread through her, the sensation of pure, unfiltered joy. Startled, she looked down at Max, just in time to see his plush eyes shimmer and come to life. His fur ruffled with a newfound energy, and to Sarah's astonishment, he looked up and barked, a playful, joyful bark that resonated with life. Max, her beloved stuffed animal, was no longer just a toy. He was alive. Sarah's heart swelled with a mix of joy and panic. She realized that bringing Max back home alive and barking might not be the best idea, especially considering her parents saying no to having a dog. She whispered her fears to Max, and to her amazement, he responded with an understanding nod, followed by a series of playful barks. Their secret pact was made. Max would play dead, becoming the plush toy whenever anyone else was around. But when they were alone, he'd spring to life wagging his tail and barking with glee. Sarah soon found herself juggling this extraordinary secret. She'd have to covet playing sessions with Max, ensuring that her parents never got a hint. But as the days passed, her mother and father grew a little bit more concerned about her obsession with the dog. They'd whisper in hushed tones, contemplating interventions, therapy, most worrying for Sarah. They considered repurposing Max into a hanging decoration. Overhearing their plan, panic gripped Sarah. She couldn't let that happen to Max. Packing her unicorn bag with essentials, she decided that running away, even just to her backyard playhouse, was the only option. Sarah's heart raced as she frantically gathered the supplies for their covert operation. Max barked softly, reminding her to pack her favorite toy. They darted around the room, grabbing all of the essentials they'd need. Crayons, snacks, a flashlight, and, of course, the little blanket for Max. She wrote a quick note to her parents, explaining that she and Max were safe and just needed some time away. She hoped they would understand. With her unicorn bag slung across her shoulder and Max by her side, she tiptoed past her parents' room, their muffled conversation about Max's fate echoing in her ears. They made it to the playhouse in the backyard. It wasn't much, but it was their sanctuary. Inside, Sarah set up a little space for both of them. She spread out the blanket, laid out their snacks, and tried to make it as comfortable as possible. Max sniffed around and found a cozy spot. Outside, the sky darkened as the sun set. Sarah's parents noticed her absence. She could hear their panicked voices calling out for her, their footsteps crunching on the grass as they searched. In the playhouse, Sarah held Max close, her tears soaking his soft fur. We can't keep hiding like this, Max, she whispered, her voice filled with desperation. 
Max licked her face, his way of comforting her. He knew that they had to face the situation, and deep down, Sarah knew it too. Taking a deep breath, Sarah opened the playhouse door. Her mother rushed over, enveloping her in a tight hug. Through tearful eyes, Sarah said, I overheard your plans about Max. I was scared you'd hurt him. Her mother looked confused. Sweetie, he's just a toy. Sarah hesitated for a moment and then whispered, No, he's not. She nudged Max, who, for the first time in front of her parents, barked and wagged his tail. Her mother's eyes widened in shock, and her father dropped the flashlight he was holding. The next few minutes were a blur of emotion. Sarah narrated the tale of the wishing well, of her wish, and how Max came to life. Her parents, initially in disbelief, could not ignore the living, breathing evidence in front of them. Instead of anger or disappointment, they showed understanding and compassion. Sarah's mother knelt down, hugging both Sarah and Max. We'll figure this out together, she whispered. The evening transformed into a night of revelations and wonder. The family sat in the living room, sharing stories and laughing. Max, who was very much part of the family now, lay in the center, his tail thumping with happiness. And while the days ahead would be filled with adjustments and learning, one thing was clear. Wishes, when made from the heart, sometimes do come true. Good night, everyone.